Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about once saved, always saved. You might think, well, that's a theological issue. That's not a biblical prophecy topic, is it? Well, you know, when we look to the future, it's not just like knowing about the false prophet and the Antichrist. It's also, what is our future? What is the future? How do I have eternity with God? And it's a question that's highly relevant. And some branches of Protestantism, and I'm sure many of you are aware of this, teach the doctrine of once saved, always saved. Once you're saved, you're always saved, and it's claimed that it's utterly impossible for a Christian to lose his or her salvation. And we are in 2 Peter chapter 2, and 2 Peter chapter 2 puts a huge dent in this theory. Just the wider context of what's going on in 2 Peter, false teachers are in the church and they are leading unsuspected Catholics into sin by denying the second coming of Christ and the final judgment that goes along with the second coming of Christ. So starting in verse 17 of 2 Peter 2, here's what our first pope said. These are waterless springs and mists driven by a storm. For them, the deepest gloom of darkness has been reserved. For, uttering loud boasts of folly, they entice with licentious passions of the flesh men who have barely escaped from those who live in error. They promise them freedom, but they themselves are slaves of corruption. For what overcomes a man, to that he is enslaved. For if, after they have escaped the defilements of the world, through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overpowered. The last state has become worse for them than the first, for it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. It has happened to them according to the true proverb, the dog turns back to his own vomit and the sow is washed only to wallow in the mire. This is not only perhaps the strongest, at least it's one of the two strongest New Testament passages against the once saved, always saved theory, but St. Peter doesn't mess around because people are being led to hell, and he wants them to know that those leading into sin like this, even though they may be leaders in the church or teachers in the church, are going to face the deepest, darkest gloom, and it's been better for them if they had never even come to know Christ than to fall away. And so this passage is pretty obvious, puts a dent in the once saved, always saved. That other passage in the New Testament that teaches the same thing as 2 Peter 2 is a passage in Hebrews 6, and I'll just mention it. 
For it is impossible to restore again to repentance those who have once been enlightened. And to be enlightened in the early church is to be baptized. That's why you have the candle at a baptism. Who have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the age to come. These are genuine believers. If they then commit apostasy, to fall away, as I've explained several times in these broadcasts, to fall away, you have to be once with the faith to fall away from the faith. And he goes on in Hebrews 6, for the land which has drunk the rain that often falls upon it and brings forth vegetation useful to those for whose sake it is cultivated receives a blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed. Its end is to be burned. Pretty clear what 2 Peter 2 and Hebrews 6 are warning against. Baptized Christians who are participating in the life of the church and experience the sacraments, experience the word of God, and now end up in eternity being separated from God. Now, I read Protestant scripture scholars' commentaries on 2 Peter preparing these broadcasts. I read Catholic ones, look at the text myself. But it's very interesting to me, there were some very honest Protestant scripture scholars that had a pretty deep angst when it came to 2 Peter 2, because they realized this is an obvious warning for genuine Christians. But they said that they're having a hard time synchronizing 2 Peter 2, which they recognize what it said. And I really appreciated their honesty in doing so. But how did they synchronize 2 Peter 2 with their understanding of various passages on the assurance of salvation? And they mentioned some. Here's one. It's a good one. Romans 8 and verses 38 and 39. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And they would say a passage like this saying, nothing can separate us from Christ. And yet we have two passages that says you'll be separated from Christ from all eternity. Here's another one. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the type of verse that's seized upon, like we have assurance of faith. And then there's the the biggie in my book, um, it's John chapter 10, verses 27 through 30. Jesus speaking, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, 
and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Now, if there's a little too quick on the draw, Catholic apologists saying, or wannabe apologists saying, how do we get around these verses? Because we know once saved, always saved isn't right, okay? We know about 2 Peter 2. We knew about know about Hebrews 6, but what do we do with John 10? How do we get around this good shepherd stuff? Uh, uh, we don't. You never get around something so straightforward, specifically Jesus as a good shepherd. Shame on anyone that would even imagine trying to get around that. Rather than getting around that, we should live by that. We should memorize that. We should teach these things to our children. So what's going on? The Bible, the New Testament, explicitly warns against the dangers and the reality of apostasy. It's there. I mean, to me, 2 Peter 2 and Hebrews 6 don't need a lot of explanation, but it's very interesting. Even the Protestant evangelical scripture scholars who are honest would look at this and says, you know, it's pretty clearly, it's warning against genuine believers falling away from their faith. But how do we reconcile this with these wonderful verses on assurance I just read to you? And, and kind of, well, I still go with once saved, always saved. Well, then you're just jumping to theology and away from scriptures to base your theology on. So, I'm going to suggest something rather radical, and if you want to send hate mail, I'll dress probably is on our website, <laughs> but I suggest a 50-50 ecumenical movement, and I'm not talking about the kind of the flabby ecumenical stuff, but I'm talking about a, a genuine ecumenical movement that would profit both Protestants and Catholics relating to the whole once saved, always saved question. And I need to qualify that. Not all Protestants hold to once saved, always saved, okay? There's many Protestants who don't, but the Protestants holding that once saved, always saved position. My advice, my urge for a ecumenical movement over this doctrine is don't overextend assurance passages so that they override apostasy warning passages in sacred scripture. The Bible's the Bible, and we don't choose one set of passages to reinforce our doctrine and then exclude and override the other. Again, my plea to Protestants holding one saved, always saved, yes, hold on to these assurance passages, but at the same time, recognize something that's in Scripture. 2 Peter 2 is as obvious as a day is long, and I don't know if you're a layperson, if you ever read serious Scripture commentaries by evangelical Scripture scholars, but they have to wrestle with this because 2 Peter 2 is clear. So I'm not letting Catholics off the hook because it's my experience that Catholics need to dramatically emphasize assurance of salvation. It needs to increase because it's lacking in many Catholic homilies and catechesis and sacramental preparation, Catholic media. Catholics need to hear repeatedly. I need to hear 
repeatedly, you and your children need to hear repeatedly that God loves them, not because they're perfect, because he realizes you and I and your children are imperfect, but he loves them nonetheless and forgives them because of his love and grace, not because of running on a treadmill of trying to make up for this. So Protestants who hold once saved, always saved, cool it. Don't overextend the assurance passages so that they ignore and kind of hit the delete button for other scriptures. Hold both of them together. And Catholics dramatically increase the insurance. And so when a Protestant asks a Catholic, you know, do you know you're going to heaven? It's not like being presumptuous and everything else, but just saying, you know, by the grace of God, I'm trusting in my good shepherd to get me there. You know, that would put the rest so many arguments between Protestants and Catholics. And who knows, maybe we could better live as friends instead of having to put each other down in order to emphasize one side of a two-sided coin. What's on one side of the coin? Stern warnings about apostasy, like in 2 Peter 2. What's on the other side of that coin? And maybe that's the heads. That's the primal, primal one. The repeated assurance of gracious salvation from the Good Shepherd. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 302 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.